I don't think there's been any other previous uh, time when we were faced with any infectious disease threat. That South Africa has been so proactive in terms of taking the necessary steps to, sh to ensure that even were it to be a case of Ebola in South Africa, which is extremely unlikely, that our healthcare system is actually prepared to respond to it. So I think the Department of Health in this particular instance needs to be congratulated in terms of how proactive it has been with regard to dealing with the potential imported case of Ebola. When, when we talk of contagious, what we refer to is some sort of a disease which, or some sort of a pathogen which spreads very rapidly in a community. Now, the best example in, in something and an example which people will identify with was in 2009, we had a swine flu, right? And there was a lot of media hype about a swine flu, and correctly so. And the reason for that, the swine flu was a novel influenza virus that was coming into the community. Unlike Ebola, the swine flu was highly contagious in that you can be sitting in a room full of people and not, come into, and not have any physical contact with anyone, yet you could have infected that entire room of people with a swine flu virus. And they could become ill, and many people died from a swine flu virus. In South Africa, strangely enough, what we're not talking about in the media is tuberculosis. Now, each year in South Africa, there's over 400,000 people that are going to develop tuberculosis, 400,000 people. Not that they're going to become infected, but that are actually going to develop fulminant tuberculosis. Of those, close unto 60,000 people are going to die. Now, compare the 60,000 deaths that are going to result from tuberculosis in South Africa alone each year, compared to those 4,000 cases that have died from Ebola. And the reason why people die of tuberculosis in South Africa is that it is a highly contagious disease and it's difficult to manage if the proper structures are not in place. So, in addition to that, another example. Each year, we've got a vaccine which can prevent over 2,500 to 3,000 people dying each year from one virus, and that is influenza virus. Now, South Africans don't get vaccinated against influenza virus for whatever reason, yet each year, two and a half thousand people in South Africa will just die because of influenza virus. Now, those are the realities. And the important context for us in South Africa, first, is that South Africa is prepared to deal with an imported case of Ebola. Number two, even were there to be an imported case of Ebola, and it's, it's possible that there will be one case. I mean, we're looking at the most highly resourced country in the world, the United States, with, with all their border screening measures, they've had an imported case of Ebola. So there's no getting away that there might be an imported case of Ebola. But the chances of someone coming all the way from West Africa to South Africa to seek medical care, knowing that they're actually ill, is extremely slim. So I think those are the things we need to put into the context in terms of the broader challenges that we actually face. And we need to uh, get comfort from the fact that I believe South Africa is actually prepared in terms of being able to respond should there be an imported case. But even were there an to, to be an imported case, the general public will have almost zero risk in terms of being infected. In fact, the people that are at greatest risk of being infected were there to be an imported case of Ebola into the country are actually the frontline healthcare workers. And that's where the Department of Health has been focusing its attention.